Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with today, Chelsea. Hello. And Tori. We have a very special guest today. She is my bestie from California. Oh. And she is here visiting and staying at our new home. So it is just a very, very, very exciting day. Yes. I'm happy to be here. Um, I might not be as good as Chad, but... I'm a decent replacement. Oh my goodness, she's the best. <laughs> Y'all are going to love her. And so we are going to do our devotional first, and then we're just going to open up the conversation and see where the Lord leads. So buckle up. Today we are in the Thrive Bible as always, and we are reading out of Exodus 32, verse 1, and it's titled, Waiting Patiently. Our favorite subject. Always. <laughs> it says, When the people saw how long it was taking Moses to come back down the mountain, they gathered around Aaron. Come on, they said, make us some gods who can lead us. We don't know what happened to this fellow Moses who brought us here from the land of Egypt. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I am always working out my will in your life. There will be times when it appears that I am not moving very fast to bring about my plans for you. It is important that you trust my timing and allow me to prepare you while you're waiting. The greatest work in your life will be done inside of you before it is displayed for others to see. It is my will and my power that give purpose to your life. As a loving father, I ask only that you would not allow your impatience to lead you away from my perfect plan. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, whenever we're impatient, we put ourselves in a position to compromise God's plan for us. His timing is perfect, though we may not always understand his logic. You will never regret waiting on God to lead you. The treasure of truth says, God will work out his plan in his own time, in his own time. Oh my goodness. We're going to open this up, y'all, because Chelsea and I were talking about this earlier today, and I feel like everyone can relate to the topic of waiting Mm -hmm. whether you're waiting on a boyfriend you're waiting on your man you're waiting on your woman um you're waiting on a baby you're waiting to get married you're waiting on a home like there's so many things that I feel like we we always are waiting on but how do we actually embrace the present and trust God inside of that waiting oh yeah yeah, I think I, I think it even starts earlier than that. I mean, I think even when you're in school and you're you're waiting to graduate or you're yeah. waiting for summer, mm-hmm. and then it's you're in college and you know you're waiting to be a senior, mm-hmm. and then you're waiting to get out in the real world. And why we were waiting to get out in the real world, no I have idea. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's just like almost throughout your life, if you're not finding contentment in the present, you're always going to be waiting for the next thing, mm-hmm. and then the next thing is never going to be it. It's never yeah. going to satisfy if you're looking for the wrong things to satisfy you. Yeah, you know? that's, that's really good. Um, I feel like we opened up on the podcast earlier this week about like me starting my period. And we're very, Oh, you guys get real. We get real, real. Because <laughs> they've been on the journey with us as we like right. talk about, you know, waiting, you know, for God's timing and that. And I feel like um, 
I want to talk to you about, because we have a lot of like single listeners inside of that, that season of like waiting and not compromising. Because when the devotional says like when you're impatient, it puts you in a position to compromise. Oh, for sure. For sure. And so I feel like I just want you to speak in um, to those people who are like, okay, I've been in this waiting season for a lot longer than I thought I would be. And in those moments of compromise, what's like a truth or what's something that God has like spoken to you or revealed to you in that season? Um, not creating your own Ishmael. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know where I'm going with yes. this, but I I yes. feel like this story keeps coming back to me whenever I'm in the, the dating world and you can um, really start to, and I, I mentioned this to, to Tori earlier in the week, but like there's this sense of like, oh, are you really looking at the truth of the situation or are you looking for your own kind of perfect illusions or are you yes. trying to um, create something on your own? Are you looking for a level mm-hmm. of control? And I've definitely been in instances where I'm like uh, in close singleness and so happy mm-hmm. in that and so much yeah. growth. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'm more open. I'm ready for something. And then the next person that comes along, you try to look and see mm-hmm. things that might not be there (laughs) then guilty and so yeah looking at the story of Abraham I feel like God has spoken to me a lot through that and just when Abraham and Sarah they believe for the promise and Mm -hmm. and then they're in the season of waiting yeah and then it just got too long for them got impatient they got impatient Mm -hmm. and they created a whole lot more kind mm-hmm. of trouble in their life and totally. Hagar's life yeah. and in so much because they were trying to control the promise. They were trying to yeah. make the promise happen. God doesn't need us to be his PR team. Totally. God doesn't need us to make his promises happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think sometimes we it like is almost like an evidence of like a, a shaky faith. Yeah. Like I I don't trust you. Yeah, I don't yeah. trust you and also like my faith might not be okay if this promise doesn't come true. Totally. So I better make this promise come true. Right. And so that's a dangerous place to be in and that's a dangerous game to play. And and I think, I I think the reason God has brought that story to my mind so many times in those moments is because he just wants us to remember that his timing is always perfect Mm -hmm. and, and that we don't need to take control and it's never it's never going to be um, a better route to his promise when we yeah. try to take the wheel yeah. and to just find that sweet patience mm-hmm. and that, that moment of trust to, to wait for what he has promised. Yeah. It's, it's really good. I mean, even this whole home building process and waiting on the loan to close, like yeah. I feel like in some of those moments when I would get so worried about it not happening, it was me saying, Lord, I don't trust you. Yeah. Like, I don't trust you to make it happen. Yeah. And um, and he convicted me of that. And if y'all listened to yesterday's podcast, it was Chad and I sharing a really, really big answered prayer. And I actually, like, talked about my journal entry and how it, like, came to pass that day. It was miraculous. It was yeah. so cool. We are officially closed. It's very exciting, you guys. <laughs> um, but it's interesting you brought up that story in a different regard of just how good God is. Yeah. Because I talked about this at a women's conference recently. Um, because I've dealt with so much shame in my life and looking at that story when they got impatient sin came into the picture they did something shameful sure and Ishmael came there was a there was a repercussion there was consequence of their action but the promise still came yeah Isaac still came like because God keeps his promises right and I remember a pastor saying like your Ishmael sin 
is it going to keep you from your Isaac promise? Yeah. And it broke something in me mm. because I had felt so tied to yeah. the past and like past shame yeah. and thinking that God's going to continually punish me throughout mm. my life. Yeah. And that's not the right picture of who God is. Right. Right. Like he is a good God and he actually keeps his promises. Right. Because I think sometimes it's easy to put our human perspective, like, perceptions on God sure. you know like we've seen people break promises all the time yeah. you know and so it's almost human nature to be like well I don't know God <laughs> are you gonna do yeah. that but God is good and he will keep his promises and it's just crazy cool looking at that story because it really humanizes like the journey of waiting That's you right. know like reading stories in the Bible where we're like, oh, wow, like there was a lot of impatient people and I feel really impatient sometimes. Yeah. And Chelsea and I were talking about today, just like dying to our own timelines, yeah. you know, and, and the Lord being capable and able to handle the fact that we're upset about that, yep. you know, because yeah. I beat myself up all the time. Like, all right, Tori, no, like, you know, God is good and all of these things, but it's okay to like come to God and be like, Lord, what's going on? You know, like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm ready for this promise. Right. But as I pray over this future person or over this future thing, whatever it might be that you are waiting on, number one, trusting God. Yeah. Number two, enjoying the present. Sure. Because I feel like the enemy comes in in those seasons of waiting and tries to steal all of our joy. Yeah. You know, like I feel like worry is like this toxin and side of our body that just like doesn't allow us to actually enjoy the season that we're currently in yeah because we're always waiting for like that next season to right. come so how do we not do that how do we like what is it a perspective shift within us what do you think we're lacking now to make mm -hmm. us not look for the next season but really enjoy the season we're in honestly i feel like the answer to most of my questions or like most questions like this is time with the Holy Spirit. Sure. Like time in God's presence to realign and refocus yeah. on his goodness and yeah. all the things that he's already answered, his yeah. faithfulness in the past. Because I feel like as I sat down to journal recently, I always say this, but when you journal out your answered prayers, mm -hmm. it is such a faith builder sure. to be like, oh, why am I, why am I even doubting mm -hmm that God is going to yeah. come through this time when he's come through so many times. Like he yeah. has the best track record, even when he says no. Yeah. Or he says, Oh, Wait. I am very grateful for many no's many, in my lifetime. Many no's. Because there are some times Chelsea asked for some things mm -hmm. that she should not have been asking Definitely for. <laughs> Praise the Lord for those Praise no's. the Lord. Yeah, man. Okay, y'all, I think we're going to branch off of yeah. this topic and just talk yeah just sure. talk to talk sure. um just so you guys know if you haven't been following me for years you might not know this but chelsea and i were actually roommates in california and the best roommates I it mean, was so much fun we literally had that moment i had never met her in person until the day that i moved in with her yeah. should we tell them what you were doing that oh day? my gosh um, was I headed? Was I headed to, to filming or to the audition? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was headed to the audition to um, 
play a murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a psychotic murderer. Yeah. So Tori's like, oh, I'm I'm moving in with this uh-huh. like nice sweet Christian girl. And I'm like, <laughs> hair slicked back, dark eye makeup on, like yeah. in character, yeah, like come like, out of yeah, come out of my room. Nice. And I'm sure she's like, ah I'm like, <laughs> okay. Awesome. So nice to meet you. Luckily, Chad knew me. So, yes. like, Chad knew that that was not and my had, actual like, some, person. We had yeah. some, like, FaceTime dates. But then by the next day, like, that next night, Chelsea did this little, like, welcome roommate dinner. And I think we sat up and talked until, like, 3 in the morning. And yeah. it was immediate. We were like, oh, my gosh. Did we just have that, like, stepbrothers moment yeah. where we, we just become best friends we just became best friends so much room for yeah. activities <laughs> so much room yeah the other roommates went, went in went to bed and we just kept chatting we and just chatting and chatting and then i feel like we never stopped we never stopped it was a couple months later and in that time i had gotten engaged and i think both chelsea and i knew that she was going to be in the wedding but neither one of us knew how to bring it up. We were like such new friends, but we knew that we'd be life friends. And we're like, so should we have this conversation? You actually kind of brought up that moment, like kind of before you guys were engaged. Like not actually like doubt it. the conversation itself, but like yeah. hinting at, mm-hmm. like feeling out where I was on it. Yeah. Because I think you you kind of knew that yes. time was coming. I knew it was coming, yeah. And I remember just being like, like I'm surprised, but I'm not. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> at this point, we're going to be in each other's lives for all time. We were hanging out um, every day. We were going to the gym together, like, every morning. Uh-huh. And, y'all, this was before I was engaged. Yeah. Okay. So this was before I was engaged, two weeks in, I think, to being in L.A. And this is just a funny story for y'all, since you're still listening to this <laughs> Saturday long-form podcast. We come home from the gym. Chelsea had been kind of stressed. She had this, like... YouTube video she was filming with this guy named Anwar and all of a sudden I didn't know you were go- where you were going with this and I, I just I just oh, got where you were going you with know this. where I'm going this now yeah <laughs> this is less than two weeks of you living there it might have just been like a week it was very soon it was so soon and keep in mind y'all I'm not an actor like that's not my thing <laughs> I can dance like there's other things that I can do but like acting is not my thing but this is just a funny story so I get home and Chelsea's just standing there like at the counter looking at me and I'm like, what is going on with this girl? And she's like, how quick can you get ready to be a bridesmaid? This is what made me think of it because it was like bridesmaid yes. talk. Yes. And I'm going to teach you how to act on the way there, <laughs> but I'm going to need you. And so we literally, I change really fast. Mm-hmm. We drive to this set and sh- she's playing the bride to Anwar and I'm playing the um, maid of honor yeah. to what's his name from White Chicks? Um, Marlon Wayans. Yes. Yeah. Him. He was so the best man. He was the best man. And, you know, he's been in movies, all the things. Yeah. I've never acted ever. <laughs> I get there. I have to pretend like I'm an yeah. actress. So Mind you, I- this role had been cast, but they let me mm-hmm. cast it because the girl was supposed to be, it was like maid of honor slash sister. Yeah. So they let me cast it, which never happens. Yeah. And, and then the girl bailed mm-hmm. a couple hours before. So it was going to be on me. I was yep. going to, like this whole set, they have all the extras there. All the crew yep. is there. It's shooting multicam. Like mm-hmm. everyone's going to be ready and it's going to be my fault. We're down a girl. Mm-hmm. And so there's a girl sitting right in front of me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so we literally show up. I think that I'm going to have a script or something. You know what I mean? Chelsea's like, you might have two lines. Like that's going to be it. That's all. 
I'm going to tell you to put Burt's Bees in your eyes so that you can cry if you need to. I'm like, what is going on? Giving up on? all my secrets, Tori. <laughs> the, the real people listen to uh-huh, the podcast, uh-huh. you know? And, um, and so then all of a sudden, I'm like waiting for my lines. And they're like, okay, great. Can you just kind of like do a maid of honor speech and yeah like just improv one and like kind of make it funny but also like sentimental and yeah let's just try it let's just go and then there's like three cameras on me marlon wayne sitting there everyone thinking that i'm an actual actress yeah i told no one what happened i didn't even tell people it was a recast i was just like here's the the girl playing the the maid of honor (laughs) here i am so anyways, like I said, if you're still listening to this podcast, please don't go look up that movie or that, that sketch yeah. on YouTube. That was kind of like one of our like bonding. Don't go. Moments. Millions of people have already seen it, Tori. <laughs> wow. Wow. I remember my friends from, uh, I remember my friends from Florida just being like, you moved to, to LA. And a week and later. And a week later, <laughs> this is what's happening. I'm like, welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome to Hollywood. Also something that y'all might not know is Chelsea and I used to actually lead a little Bible study. Yes, we did. Out of the apartment in LA. And I feel like that was this, such a sweet season. It was. Like all those it. girls. And Chelsea has continued it since yes. I've left. And now I just have major FOMO all the time. <laughs> Yeah, we miss you. It's like changed a little bit since then, but it's it's still going strong. We Aww. love it, but we miss you. I miss that. Well, y'all, I think we're going to wrap up this podcast and Chelsea and I are going to do like a little Q&A chit chat over on Patreon. So if you want to hear more, make sure to check that out. But before that, I'm actually going to get Chelsea to pray us out. Okay. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for this sweet time. Thank you for thank you for your timing. Thank you for the fact that we can trust you in the waiting, God. Thank you that you always have a plan, Lord. I just ask that you bless each person listening to this and any person who is in that season of waiting right now. God, I just ask you be with them, that you comfort them, and that you help them to not create their own Ishmael in that situation, God, but that you help them to stay faithful waiting for that promise and also just like stay joyful and stay content and just be filled with your presence and your love in that season. Mm -hmm. God, yeah, we just thank you for who you are and we thank you that we always can trust you even when we don't feel like it and we thank you that we can always be honest with you and just bring our real emotions however messy they are god just thank you for who you are so cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds i'm desperate for your Amen, God. Amen, God. Oh, I enjoyed that, and I hope that y'all did too. Tell 
Chelsea, a big thank you for coming on. Go find her on Instagram at Chelsea Ray Barton. Send her a little DM if what she said today blessed you as much as it blessed me. Well, we love you guys. And don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Bye-bye.